It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It is episode 299, and it's April 19, 2022. I'm joined once again by uh, Kyle Klingman up in Cedar Falls, Iowa. And uh, Kyle, how are you doing so far today? I'm doing good. I know our guest today has no clue who I am, but I remember him because when <laughs> I was at track wrestling, he would send us messages on our track wrestling Instagram saying how bad our rankings sucked. So Stop. <laughs> I remember that. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He can verify. <laughs> he would. Uh, he would rip us. I loved it. No, I do not remember this. This is Keegan O'Toole. No, I do not remember doing that. Kyle, it's been repeat. a while ago. It was when you were in high school. And you guys must. You guys must have been doing something wrong then, or something. <laughs> <laughs> We, that's why, go ahead, Kyle. Uh, that's why. That's why Flo bought us. <laughs> exactly. We got to fix things. Fix things. Mush them together. So it's Keegan O'Toole, though. Welcome to the show, Keegan. Um, fresh off an NCAA title at the 2022 championships. When did you first like start following NCAA wrestling, or did, first time you saw it on ESPN, or? I guess it's easier to consume now than years ago, but still, at some point you had to like have it be be discovered it, right? Yeah, I think the first NCAA's I ever watched was um, the 2010 NCAA's where Iowa had like five guys in the finals, like Matt McDonough, all the way up to like Brent McCaff and Jay Blarshall, and um, that was where I like kind of started to really follow NCAA wrestling and like. You know, just think how cool this is and how I would love to be wrestling there someday. But it seems like such a long time because I was only nine years old at the time. Yeah. Um, did it, did Max wrestle that one? Max win, I mean. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he did. But I, but like I said, I was a huge Iowa fan. So I don't exactly remember <laughs> too much of Max wrestling during that time. But as, as you know, a couple of years went by and then, AWA open. I was like, okay, yeah, like 
Mac was wrestling in that one. And, you know, I went back and watched his match like a bunch of times. Sure. And didn't Jay Borshaw, what is it, the semis or the finals? Didn't Jay Borshaw, if you were an Iowa fan, didn't he have a big comeback over with Heinrich, Virginia, or, or somebody? Do you remember this? I do not. I, I think I only watched the finals that year. So, okay. Klingman, you probably know. Yeah. Chris Henrik from Virginia. All right. Was it the finals or the semis? Semis. Okay. Oh, that makes sense then. Um, all right, Keegan. So, like, watching it at nine and thinking how cool it would be to, to one day wrestle on that. And probably at that point, you know, you, right when you see it, you're like, oh, I would want to win that. But when did it turn from, you know, wanting to to believing to? Like, at what point do you really – did you believe, like <clears> – <throat> Yeah, I can do this. Honestly, probably not till I got to college. Like, I always kind of looked at it as, man, this is kind of far away. I was still in high school. Um, but then as my freshman year of college started and I started to have a little bit more success, um, I started winning matches. And I think I was, I was uh, undefeated going into the NCAA tournament my true freshman year. I truly believe that I could win. I thought that was a very good possibility. Obviously, it wasn't my time. didn't happen, but I think that was really the first time where I truly believed that I had an opportunity to win the tournament. All right. Um, and then, like, like, I guess just kind of getting to the tournament this year, we, we kind of talked about this. I, I remember in the post-patch interview, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you, you saw that draw, which most people looked at like, it's kind of brutal. And you, like, you almost liked it, right? Yeah, I mean, I was at – I was at a – maple's house kendrick maple's house uh when the brackets came out i think that night and uh, he looked over at me and he's like hey did you see the brackets i was like nah it don't matter like it's ncaa's it's gonna be a grind i'm gonna have five really tough guys just because my weight class this year was crazy mm -hmm. um only the only couple people that really were undefeated or you know really consistent all year were me and uh, Wick. So I just knew that we were going to be the one and two and he had the better criteria. So I knew I was probably going to be the two seed, but after that, it was going to be chaos. I, I could have had, you know, I was, I literally had all American second round and a world team member second round. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, man, it, I, I didn't think anything of it to be honest. Like it was tough, but, my mind was in such a good place, so it nothing was gonna affect me. You're like you're talking about my mind was in such a good place; nothing could affect me. Compare your mind going into this tournament and and the year before when you're undefeated, and like you had said, right? It had a pretty good shot of of winning. But like, was it the same? Was it a stronger mind this year? Was it pretty similar? I mean, definitely stronger. I grew a lot uh, mentally, and my you know my wrestling, my faith. Uh, throughout the uh over this past year uh last year i feel it was more like you know i believe i can win but i haven't wrestled a lot of these guys so we'll just see what happens uh but this year it was more like all right i've been here i know i know what i have to do and if i stick to it nothing's gonna stop me yeah um nerves right and then maybe maybe i'm asking the same question right um but maybe not like how were your nerves last year compared to this year? Uh, that's tough. I mean, last year, it's always like that first match, you know, getting out there, you you see the lights. And maybe, honestly, I had a little bit more 
nerves this year just because there were tons of fans there um and the atmosphere was a little bit more chaotic and upbeat and you know i had taken third the year before so i didn't want to lose again so yeah i think maybe it's a bit more this year just because you know i was uh, going there and i didn't want to i didn't want to take third again so i guess it was uh last year i didn't feel as much pressure just because i was you know the young kid i had this was like a free year for me it didn't matter what happened but obviously i wanted to win and this year it felt like okay i got a job to do and you know that 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 did put a little bit of nerves in me but i think it helped okay sweet um so i told you before i want to kind of go through uh the last four matches i think you wrestled five right well we'll just jump to the round of yeah. uh the round of 16 you wrestle on on all american and anthony valencia and it's just the highlights here most of the scoring action but we'll let it rip and just kind of any any commentary or thoughts you have on this match would be great i mean right here just had to get on the board get the takedown as as soon as i can i knew that once i got on top um he wasn't going to get away and here i was just kind of weathering the storm i was in a lot of pain at this point and i kind of just wanted this the match to be done with yeah so i guess we probably don't have it but it happened in this match when when you hurt your ankle right yeah it was uh, like, I think, late in the second period. So, what, so what was the score, and can you describe the scenario or situation? Who's on top, and what was kind of happening? Um, I think I went for a duck under one time, and I almost got it. I, I ducked, and he kind of ran up. He just kind of like turned and uh, jumped away, so I tried to chase it down. And then I kind of went for it again, and I ended up with like a seat belt almost, and I was went down to my butt, but my both of my toes were pointed out. And so I had most of my weight on my left foot and the outside of my ankle popped from like my ankle bone all the way up to like my, like three quarters up, like my calf along like my, whatever bone that is. Yeah. And man, that just, that freaked me out. And I couldn't really, I couldn't really shoot the rest of the, the match. And, you know, I was kind of scared too, because I didn't know what was wrong with it. But you never thought to be like, ah, hey, so I need somebody to look at this. It was more just like, I just get this, get this done, get this, get out of the here. Yeah, get this no, match absolutely over. not. I didn't, wasn't gonna call injury time uh, because you know I could still stay in my stance for the most part, and I knew the faster I got the match done, the faster I had a chance to figure out what was wrong and you know diagnose it and uh, get some treatment to it. Yeah. Um. So how quickly did you get, did you get to say something, get to, get to say something to the trainer? Uh, two minutes after the match? Go ahead. Yeah. I looked over, I looked over at coach Smith and he's like, just go like, just keep start walking that way out into the tunnel, walk to the training room. And then our trainer and doc, uh, tar box, um, they followed me into the training room and, you know, immediately took my shoe off, uh, took my sock off. And then they started, you know, testing and see what was wrong with it. I, probably not, but are you, and it's any of you looking around be like, are there other coaches or wrestlers in here who can see what's going on? Oh yeah. There were, there were a bunch of people, but I honestly, man, I, I did, I didn't care. They, they were staring, they were doing whatever. It was like, yeah. I just need to figure out what's wrong with this. Yeah. So what they say in, and, and, Wait, so this is 
Round of 16. That's the second match on the first day, right? So you're done for the day? Yes. It's Thursday that's night. Of, that's kind of, I mean. Wait. That, that, right? I think so. Kling was nodding yeah. his head. He knew so you didn't have to wrestle another match yeah. that day at least. Yeah. How did it feel when you woke no, up? No, I was done for the night. Terrible. <sighs> and that was that was that was where I was the most pain. It was just like sore. It was fresh, like swollen. And I stood up and I'm like, oh my goodness. This is gonna be terrible. <laughs> like this is gonna be so ugly. But you know, I looked at I looked at our doc, and um, I was like, "I'm still going to win a national title." Like right when after after I got off the mat, and I was walking back to our area. Where I said, "I'm still wrestling. Like I'm winning a national title." And he looked at me. He's like, "I don't I don't know if he looked at me with like a little bit of surprise, but um, it might have caught him off guard that I still said that." He was like, "Okay, all right, good. Like I like I like to hear that." And so, <laughs> sounds um, spooked. <laughs> Yeah, I went to bed. I woke up, and it was—it wasn't feeling that good, by any means. Were you still as confident that you you could win or would win as you were when you said that the night before to the trainer? Man, absolutely not. I I like remember before warming up for my quarters, like I was kind of by myself, and I like almost I like started to cry a little bit, like not really, um, not really out of sadness, just out of like, man, this is like really putting a damper in, you know, what I had planned. But, um, you know, that night, that night when we had our team meeting in Coach Smith's room, um, Maple came up to me and he was like, man, it's going to be awesome. You're, you're going to be able to win NCAA title and you're going to actually have to go through some adversity. Like, you're not just going to feel good the whole time. Like, this is going to be a great story for your first national title. And I was like, well, you're not wrong. Like, I'm going to still find a way to do it. It's, it might not be what I would look, like it to look like. So, was that meeting uh, the night you got hurt, or the next night when when Maple said that? That was that was the night we got hurt. Night you got so. hurt. Okay. Um. So you're, you know, you get emotional before the quarters, rightfully so. I don't know. I, how, walk me through that match. You don't have to walk me through, but like, how did you feel during that match? And did it did it hurt more as the match went on, or? Man, we threw so much tape on it, and um, you know, I, I wasn't wrestling how I would normally wrestle. Like I was, I'm usually a righty lead. I'm right foot. I like to shoot a lot, but I had to switch lead legs because I couldn't really push off my ankle. So I switched lead legs, and I was going like lefty collar, lefty lead, and just trying to like snap and push and pull the whole time, and maybe create a situation where I could snag a leg off of like an easy attack. So like I got in on a drag single on the edge. Unfortunately, we got out of bounds. Um, and, uh, you know, if I was put into any, like, scramble position, that was what I was kind of looking for. I knew that was going to benefit me because my feet wouldn't be really on the mat. And I'd probably be able to win that position just because I feel like I could beat anyone in a scramble. Um, so definitely not wrestling how I normally would. And it did it did hurt. I, it was There was constant pain throughout the match, but – um, I had to find things that wouldn't wouldn't necessarily hurt it that much because you know you always have that like that little I guess pain 
pain tolerance or not pain tolerance in your mind where like, okay, I don't care. It hurts. But like when you start to push off that, you're, you're like, you can't stop like from not doing that just cause it hurts. It's like pushing your foot down on a needle. Like you're not like, you can say you're going to do it, but once you start doing it, you're going to lift your foot up. Um, and I knew that once I, once I got on top, that was, that was going to be what I needed to take advantage of because top was fine for me. Like I wasn't really pushing off my feet too much. Um, so I knew that any, any chance I got on top, like I had to take advantage of it. Like I had to not let anyone go. Yeah. All right. Well then, uh, Tyler, can we pull that quarterfinal up and just kind of run through it? And I, that was like a great breakdown that you gave us. We'll just kind of watch, um, kind of the highlights here. What was it? Your left or right ankle? Uh, it was my left ankle. All right. So I'm like watching here. Yes, I mean, he almost got a reversal. I mean, I, I honestly, it, like, it could have been called a reversal. Like, it was very close. Yeah. So that would have made things a little bit harder in the match to win. <laughs> but, um, you know, a call went my way. I just kept wrestling. Obviously, calls. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. And then, you know, after this match, I was pretty pumped just because, <laughs> you know, this was going to be a tough one to get out of the way because, you know, wrestling a really good kid yeah. and uh you know this kind of solidifies me as an all-american and a uh, chance to make the finals which is what i was really looking forward to do sure uh so now you're under the semis and uh you've i or i don't know have you you've attended the ncas before you wrestled in it uh yeah uh, in 2017 when i was in st louis yeah so um, you've been there Go ahead. Had, yeah mm-hmm. um but when you wrestled in the when you wrestled in it the first time the like you said no crowd or limited crowd and the the feeling of Saturday night, I'm sure you you felt it as a as a fan in 2017. What did it feel like as an athlete? And and then on top of that, you feel the electricity, but you know that you're not you know you know that you're banged up. Man, I mean, like the the one thing that I'll forever remember is like coming out to my walkout song, which was shout at the devil by Molly crew. Um, like I was nervous, obviously. And once that song came on and once like the light was on me and I could hear like everyone in the Mizzou section just going shout, shout, um, like the, just the goosebumps and like the happiness and the joy just like, like just flooded my body. And uh, it almost took like all the nerves away. It took all the stress away. And, you know, I kind of didn't care that my ankle was hurt at the time. I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is the last match. I don't have to wrestle anymore after this. If it breaks, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Freaking insane. That was, that was, that was, that was my, that was my motto. And my coaches were like, you know, it doesn't matter what happens after this match. Like, it doesn't matter what happens during this. I'm like, I know. Like, if it gets hurt, it gets hurt worse. Like, I'm going down swinging. I'm going down to the death. <laughs> you said that. I remember. I think I don't remember if it was after the semis or the quarters, but you said I'm ready to die for a national title, which that thought was pretty. Yeah. Pretty. I mean, intense. some people, some people who don't understand sports psychology would be like, "Oh, that's stupid to say. Like, it's just a sport." But obviously, I wouldn't die. My point, <laughs> I feel like most people could interpret that as I'm willing to actually do whatever it takes to win. 
right at this point and if that means you know exhaust myself till you know i almost pass out or you know go till i hurt my ankle even more it's just more of the phrase that i like to say that i like to say me and my coaches said to each other that was really like it put me in a good mindset yeah yeah i didn't think you actually wanted to your life to be over <laughs> um so uh, yeah, yeah it's like there's just a couple people like that i was talking to they were like man why did you say that that was kind of weird and i'm like you know i don't understand like sports psychology and like you know how to be mentally prepared for something right i loved it uh so let's let's kind of watch the highlights again through that through the semifinals and and did you feel physically any better worse the same I definitely felt a little bit better because the day went on and my ankle was a little bit looser. Yeah. Uh, but still, like, when I got in on this shot, like, I couldn't push off the drive and, like, cut the corner. I had to take a really sloppy finish yeah. just kind of horse it up. But I wanted to get on the board right away with a takedown. Like, I got in on, a like, a high single, like, in the first two seconds of the match. I couldn't finish it. But once I knew that I got this takedown, um, I was going to take advantage of being on top. And as you can see, I already had, like, almost two minutes of riding time. Yeah, it's a lot of riding. First period hell of a ride in the first period i mean once once i was up like i hate to say it but like i was almost like trying to hold on to the lead like that, that's not how i normally wrestle but i didn't want to like half attempt a shot and like not be able to push as hard as i can off because i knew that he had really good reattacks and i knew that he was uh he was really solid defensively so i had to really just kind of hand fight and pick and choose if i was going to attack yeah. You have a pretty good, like, and I knew, go ahead. I knew if we got in any like sort of scramble position, like you saw there, it was going to benefit me. Yeah. So. Were you pretty familiar with all the top guys? Like, you're like, I know where he's good. I know this, I know that. Are you you pretty familiar to that degree with most of the top guys in the country? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you have the coaches that you do and then you have, you know, Ben and Max back home, Yeah. you know, before every match, you know, I got Ben texting me before uh, Amin saying, you know, he's going to wrestle really hard. Uh, he's got a good double from space. Uh, you know where you can take advantage on top and in the scrambles. Um, and then, you know, right after that semifinal match, he's like, I'm going to watch a bunch of tape on Griffith. I'll get back to you in the morning. So, like, just unbelievably lucky and blessed to have, like, people that are willing to do things for me like that with such intelligent minds in the sport. Yeah. So. Well, when he, did he get back to you in the morning? What did he say? Oh, absolutely. Um, he sent me a couple clips of, you know, where Griffith was really good and like a couple things that he did against Wick and uh, I think his, his quarterfinal match against Wisconsin kid the night before. Um, he was like, he's good here. Like he really likes this a lot. So um, here you can go to this position or this position where you're good. And, you know, obviously I'm sharing that with Maple and coach Smith and, you know, Don Bradley and coach Todd. So yeah, I think it was there was like a go behind position. Um, his slide by where he throws leg in and goes like Merkel position. Um, and then if, when he goes like low single, which kind of we got in all of those positions in our match. So it was definitely helpful. And I knew the areas that I needed to stay away from. Yeah, some pretty, pretty awesome resources at your disposal um, for sure. Let's, and oh, let's, yeah. let, let's do this last one. We'll kind of pull this, uh, for this finals match up and. Um. Yeah, let her in. Ankle feeling better than it did in the quarters of semis. 
Uh, yeah, I got a lot of adrenaline. Man, I was so upset with myself right here giving up this takedown. I don't think I've lost a far ankle scramble since, like, beginning of high school. Can we pull that back? Uh, uh, Tyler, I want to see this because he made note of it. Yeah, my hand positioning was wrong. So, like, when he turns in right here, you can see I almost got my right hand around to get back to the single leg. But uh, since I grabbed the wrong way, I had to kind of go, like, a farther distance. Okay. So if I would have put my right hand on the top of his foot, I would have got it, but my right hand's on the bottom of his foot. Just how you ended up, huh? But you normally do it the yeah. other way? Yeah. Uh, I was salty about that one. No time to be salty, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I'd get, get right up. Yep. And this was this was big, obviously. Oh, wait, no, I thought this was take now, excuse me. This one. Man, I'm just too stubborn. That's literally a freestyle move, and I don't know why I did that. But even here, I, I mean, you know, I disagree with the officiating. I didn't think it was a takedown because my arm is out right there. Yeah, go back to that again. What'd you talk, uh, Tyler? But, uh, so he goes, what they call like, it two for a step behind it. Yeah, or side headlock type thing. Yeah. But I have my arm out. Oh, oh yeah, you're left so, over. It was, you know, it's whatever that like I kind of had a call that on my way in my quarters. So I thought about that. I was like, you can't, can't let it bother you. Sure. Um, but that, that Peterson reversal was, was huge. And I had to, I had to ride him out here. Was it? I had to just, readjust a couple times too, just because. Just kept driving I, your feet. Uh, yeah. Man, that's probably one of the best go guys I hit all year. What a time to hit it. I will say that was by far the most pain, the most painful thing in the match was pushing off that foot to go get that ankle. Right. But a I knew like earlier. once here, like this is a this is a position where you have to score. Like I only got to the leg one time and I had to score it. All right. Oh my god, 36 seconds to keep. Tyler, can we go back to uh the last takedown? Like where he, before he gets to the leg? Or even just a little further back. If we can, yeah, just, that's perfect. So where you said the most painful part was where? Pushing off my left foot, like to run corner. Yeah. But you knew you needed it, right? Yeah, I. I could deal with the pain for a couple seconds just to get this one take down. I would have liked to have ride rode him out the whole third period, but you know, I got a little I got a little overzealous on top and I had to be smart about it, so we smokes. Like I was looking at it was awesome because we were like going towards the my corner and I was just looking at Coach Smith, Coach Maple, Coach Dom, and I could hear them just screaming and then Dom was screaming uh smell like money the whole time because like our our team song this year was uh not a stain on me by big tuck it's just like a song that just says smell like money so man it was it was an unbelievable moment and then just running over to them giving all of them hugs <sighs> it was kind of like a just a dream it finally became reality
you probably pictured it, whether it was at nine years old or last year when you believed it or, right, everybody's, we've all watched ourselves win and jump in your coach's arms, but how did it, I'm assuming you've done that, right? If not, correct me, but uh, how did it feel versus what you had pictured? Man, it went by really fast in real life. <laughs> Man, it felt like I was, I got off the mat and I felt like I was only wrestling for like two minutes. And I wish that things would have went a little bit slower, but you know, time flies when you're having a great time. But it was still, it was unbelievable. Like I'll always remember, especially when uh, when Maple busted them dance moves down on the stage. Did you guys see that? I mean, not in not in real time, but uh, yeah, I saw. I uh, I don't know if I saw a video or a photo, but I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was actually probably the funniest thing about that. So. <laughs> jumping off the stage and obviously you got the media guy saying no you can't really do anything you got to follow me yeah so i was able to help my mom and my dad which is awesome and then running out of the tunnel uh there was actually like a group of, of, of uh younger like high school awa guys from back home that made the trip that i know so you know to see the younger generations of awa that i've wrestled with <sighs> go over there give them high fives and then uh, after that, it's, you know, it's all, you know, interviews and, you know, stuff like that. How did you attend to your ankle? Or when did you, did you ice it that, you know, that night or kind of where are we at now? Oh, those are two different questions, I guess. Um, you know, I had it, I had like an absurd amount of tape and wrap on it. So yeah, I took my shoe off in the interview room because it hurt <laughs> so dang bad. Um. And we did the interview and then I literally ran back and it was such a far, like we were in the farthest part, like of the yeah. tunnel, like obviously like it's circle-ish type thing. I had to run like the, like to the whole like, like tunnel underneath the arena to get back to where everyone was. And once I did, I hugged all the coaches, all my teammates. And I was like, Hey, like, sweet. I need you to cut this off me right now. And so we were, we would, we did that. And then, you know, I just took some ibuprofen. I didn't really ice it just because at the time, uh, you know, I didn't really care that it hurt. Like the season yeah. was over, you know, it's okay. Like I can take my time. There's no, there's no rush to, um, I guess, get it feeling amazing. I had nothing really to do that night, but, um, <laughs> and also I had to go, I had to run back and go to the, uh, grab my warmups and go to the uh, award stand. So I didn't have much time to really, do anything with it the whole night probably goes I, I didn't think about that you said the match you know felt like two minutes went really fast i bet the whole night you get with you know win interview interview this that the other award stage more whatever like does it feel yeah. does it feel like a blur kind of um yeah some parts of it definitely do but you know the important parts and the parts that i want to remember with my with my family and my my teammates and my coaches didn't like uh Probably one of the coolest things was, you know, I won, I won. And then, uh, our 157 pounder, Jared JQs actually proposed to his girlfriend in Detroit, right on the river. And I was the one that told his, uh, fiance now, uh, to turn around when he was, when obviously, you know, he had the ring. So we literally got back to the hotel. I hadn't showered. I hadn't done anything. I was in my warm up and, uh, 
you know, he's like, all right, we're going to do this now. And our whole team was out by the river. It was freezing cold. It was windy. It was like 40 degrees. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, uh, her name was Devin. And I was like, Hey Devin, can you take a picture of me and Maple? You know, just, just, uh, doing the plan. And then, um, she's like, yeah, sure. Like kind of confused. Like why me? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, eventually, uh, I was like, okay, like, thanks. Now I like turn around. And she like looked at me and she didn't turn around for a second. And I was like, what are you doing? Turn around. And she like, <laughs> she, I think, she knew, I just think she knew it was coming, but she like was scared to like turn around and see it. Yeah. Uh, but she turned around and, you know, he popped the question and uh, she said, yes, obviously. And uh, took a couple pictures and then I sprinted back in the hotel and, you know, I wanted to shower and I wanted to eat some food because I hadn't eaten like four or five hours. Yeah. So, it's like, a, it was an awesome night. It's a late, it's a late deal, right? With TV and ESPN and everything else. Uh, what was your first meal? Post win. I texted, I texted in our uh, team group chat. I was like, guys, I, I'll pay you. I just <laughs> want food. Can you guys order like three pizzas like right now before we got back? And um, you know, I think, uh, I think Peyton, Peyton Mako and maybe Zach Elam or something. Uh, they ordered a couple pizzas, and so that when we got back, I was like literally like undressing while eating pizza before I got in the shower, just cause I was so dang hungry. Can't so, go wrong. It was awesome. It Can't was like, go. it was already like 12, 1230 up to this point. And we didn't get back. Cause you know how, how late it starts. Final start like 7 PM. Yeah. You know, you, gotta, you have to stay for all the pictures and stuff afterwards. So. That's like a four or five hour ordeal. Like that night on Saturday. Yeah. Um, okay. So freestyle. What's that? Freestyle wise, no, I just said it was a long night. It was a long night. So, oh. so you're probably not going to compete at the open, right? Wise? Take care of your ankle. No. Yeah, I I still haven't wrestled yet at all. Like, yeah. Coach Smith and Coach Dom have really been prolonging my return to wrestling at practice, which is quite annoying. But I know that it's for <laughs> a good cause. So, um, you know, I've done two 15 minute sessions on top since nationals so yeah no my ankles by no means like 100 percent like a high ankle sprain just i've never had one before but like all like the all of our athletic trainers here at school like our football athletic trainer and our wrestling athletic trainer just say like yeah they're they're probably like the most lingering most annoying injury like they suck like we would rather have a broken ankle than a high a high sprain so yeah, unfortunately, freestyle is a pass for me this year. Yeah. Um, but we have a really good substitute at the open of Kendrick Maple <laughs> for me. So instead of me, it's him going. I so. can't wait to see Kendrick Maple. Um, you guys all say he whoops everybody, whoops everybody's butt up and down through like eighty four in the Missouri room. Um, so. It's 2022 freestyle. Unfortunately, it's a pass. You believe you'll be 74 kilos in 2023? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I was kind of upset that there would be no freestyle wrestled this summer. Yeah, but uh, yeah, from here, I love freestyle. I almost like I I don't tell Coach Smith this because he he he's more of a folk style guy, but <laughs> I like freestyle probably a little bit more. Freestyle is so. better, isn't it, Kyle? Yeah. Kyle likes folk style. I like freestyle. Um, 
so so this is this is a question. I you know we asked about watching the NCAA's and and then wanting to win and believing you can win. Like, do you think do you think by 2024 you'll be able to challenge for a spot at 74? Obviously, I'm talking Dake, Burroughs, and anybody else. But those guys, you know, they're the for a decade or so. You know, they've been at the top of the world. Yeah, I mean that that is actually something that's like obviously I'm going to go into that uh, those Olympic trials and I'm going to be you know I'm going to I'm going to try to make a dang Olympic team. Uh, but I know obviously it's like, it's going to be the most difficult thing that I've probably ever tried to do in my life when it comes to wrestling. But for, to be honest, it's just going to be an awesome experience getting to wrestle those guys. Like, I mean, I've watched Kyle Dake when I was what he won his fourth title in 2013. I was 12 years old at the time. And then you're telling me that I get to wrestle him. So, um, it, yeah, obviously I, I'm going to believe in myself to be able to be a contender for that spot just because you know i will have had you know a couple more years of college experience and obviously i'm not i don't want to go into that you know thinking oh these guys are really good and i don't know if i have a chance but it's just going to be more of the opportunity to wrestle those guys and you know i'm one that likes that likes the challenge like the, the tougher the opponent the bigger the name uh it's, it's better for me just because i love i love the experience like win or lose i it, it any match in my entire life has always been, you know, this is what I love to do, regardless if I win or lose. Like I just enjoy wrestling. I enjoy competing. Um, and the fact that I get to do it with people that I've looked up to, man, this would make it even better. In order, you know, in order for you to make the jumps to, to, to pull off the toughest feet in your wrestling career, do you think you'll have to, like develop more physically or develop more um, skill wise? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, you got to be developing in every sort of area, mm -hmm. um, mentally, spiritually, physically, technically. Um, but I think for me right now, I think may, a lot of jumps that I need to make are, you know, physically, I kind of didn't start growing until, getting not even man muscles, but just getting any sort of muscle and strengthen me till probably maybe senior year of high school. I mean, I started out as a 57 my freshman year. So, you know, that that's, that's something that I'll be working on, but also, you know, 2024 is a, it's a little ways away. So obviously I'm going to have to develop uh, technically, but I'm always looking to improve technically all the time. So I think it's just going to be a mixture of both and knowing what my weaknesses are. And right now that's physical development and strength because strength matters. You know, when we were wrestling, what, how big would probably be like almost 30 years old at the time, if not 30 and Jordan Burroughs would probably be like 35, 36, something like that. Yeah. So they're, they're grown men. Is there a chance? I just thought about this, right? You you like uh, wrestle 57. I just started kind of not even get man muscles yet. Is there a chance you're too big for 74? Like, could you see that? Could you see that happening by 2024? Uh, probably not. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I obviously, I could, I could see myself going 174 pounds in college later. Yeah. Um, but as of now, no. Even if, even if I was uh, a little bit big, I would have to man up and make that, make that cut down. But, but I don't know. Making it over in Russia wasn't bad at all. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a couple years away. I could, you know, 
she started becoming a bodybuilder and she's putting on some crazy muscle. Ass. You never know. I, not, I doubt it, but yeah. you never know. <laughs> Genetics aren't trending that way. All right, fair enough. Um, all right, Keegan, we got a little game. Kyle, Kyle Klingman's over here waiting in the wings. Um, to ask you some questions, and I hope they don't have to do with, with rankings, Kyle. <laughs> no, they, they don't. But I'll tell you what, in my dad's book, my dad – I always going to use my dad as a barometer. He spent about five minutes raving about Keegan O'Toole after the NCAA championship. So that's a good thing. Born in <laughs> Iowa. Must be a big wrestling fan. Yeah, it is. it is. All right. Number one, true or false. Brian Smith has mentioned Mark Bader in one of his pre-practice talks. True. You remember the context? What did he mention? I don't remember what he was talking but I think it was something about like an old duel where you guys lost this like I don't know what team like Wyoming or something and you got all pissed oh, off. Or that's, that was a good one. Yeah, we lost to Wyoming and uh, he flipped his shit. Never. It was the loudest and most. Oh, tirades the right word, but I don't know if it's the wrong word. Uh, he he we we lost the Wyoming when he thought we were gonna win. We got our ass kicked and half the guys turned over and like, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of fight. He like kicked in the door and was like MF'd everybody up and down the lineup and so loud, my ears were blistering. So good memory. You, you guys know that he uh we had our uh, athletic awards for the universe for like Mizzou yesterday and he actually won coach of the year, so Pretty awesome. Heck nice. yeah. He's done like wonders. It. Oh, yeah. I like it. All right, that was good. Number two, true or false, Mark Bader is a wrestling icon. True. Absolutely true. <laughs> Ring the bell, Mark. Ring that bell. <laughs> a little louder, but that's all right. <laughs> number, number three, name all of the individual NCAA wrestling champions in Missouri program history? Uh, ben Askren in 2006, 2007. Mark Ellis in 2009. Max Askren in 2010. Uh, Drake Hodder in 2015. Uh, Jane Cox in 2014, 2016, 2017. And now me. Nice. Yeah, a little loud. Number four. True or false, Brian Smith has more energy than Mark Bader. That that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. He's a high energy guy. He's a high yeah, energy guy. He's, not... he, he's doing the we have two different lifting groups right now. Uh we have like a four day week and a three day week. And the four day week are the guys that like need to get uh, like a little bit bigger. Um it's like our heavyweights and you know, some of the guys that are going up in weight. And uh man, this this dude's like 50 some years old and he's doing all lifts and showing up and I swear he's the only coach at, at like not to disrespect any other sports but like I don't know any other coach that's doing the all of the lifts with all of their athletes every single like day that man's in there grinding and on top of that practice is like a small part of his job right like like he's like this is his job and like practice is right here so yeah he's got meetings he's got to talk he's got to talk to other coaches he has game other games to go to uh yeah nonstop. 
I'll give you that. Did All I right. press the bell? There's the bell. Yeah, I don't you, know if I pressed it. I hope so. Well, I Number did. five, final one, true or false, Keegan O'Toole could defeat Kendrick Maple in a folk style wrestling match at 165 pounds. I don't know about that one yet. <laughs> We're going false? I mean, yeah, yeah. Right, go. right now, yeah, false. I got wow. a little bit of work to do. That's just, this All guy's right. wrestling 65 kilograms at the, at the U.S. Open. Yeah, it's actually really, uh, really upsetting whenever he beats the crap out of me like that. Obviously, it's not as bad as my freshman year, and it's a little bit closer, but this dude weighs 20 pounds lighter than me, and I still can, like, barely get to his legs and take him down, and he can just double me, and, like, his go-behinds are just so fast. It's so annoying, but, I mean, it's good to have someone in the room like that. If he, if maybe. he, go ahead. I said, maybe, maybe through, maybe my, I think this year, I think this year will be the year where I can break through. I, I truly believe it. He might, he might, uh, he's been saying, he's like, I can't wait to get back. Like you're going to be out of shape. I've been in shape training. I'm going to beat the crap out of you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited, dude. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. If he wins, like, is he going to go on or is he just committed to wrestling at the U.S. Open, right? If he qualifies for trials, if he goes, if he wins trials, will he go to Final X and make the I mean, team the, if he can? The bet, the bet was just the Open, but I would be really disappointed in him <laughs> as one of his pupils if he were to win or qualify for the trials and he didn't go. I would be kind of upset with him. Did you hear so, that, Kendrick? I, I think he will. I was eating dinner at his house on, on Easter because um, I didn't make the trip home. Uh, and I remember him saying something to his wife about, you know, dates, like uh, upcoming dates. He's like, yeah, this week's final X. And I was like, oh, like, so you're at least putting it in there. <laughs> and he's like, nope, you didn't hear that. So it's on the calendar. I, I, I think I think I'll be well. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he qualified for the trials, and, and I guess I'll have to assess his performance beyond that to see if I think he could make Final X. But that would be something, man. That would be a lot of fun. Um, oh, that'd be crazy. Yeah. To see I wish I was going down there, you know, to at least watch him. But, uh, you know, he's going to have all of his kids cheering him on back in Columbia. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'll send you a link. I, I got no place you can watch it. What's that? I'll send. I know where you a place you can watch his matches. I'll I'll shoot you a link. Okay, awesome. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you fat man, anytime. Um, uh, but that's kind of it. We kind of run to the end of the line. Um, talking NCAs, talking freestyle. We could we'd probably go on all day, but we'll have you back on again, I'm sure, and talk some more. So Keegan, we'll, we'll give you the final word uh, before we let you get out of here. Um, well, thank you guys for having me, like always, and uh, I just signed with my. Well, not just signed, but right before nationals, uh, the Scrap Life Squad. So, nice. go check them out. Uh, it's a great brand, up and coming. Uh, they got some of the comfiest damn wrestling shoes I've ever put on my feet. So, make sure you go check them out in my uh, my signature line. I'm working on it right now. So, just keep stay posted on my Instagram or Twitter, and then uh, you know when that when that uh, comes out, make sure you get yourself some stuff. Hell yeah, some Keegan O'Toole gear available oh, from yeah. Scrap Life. Awesome. Well, Keegan, thanks so much. Appreciate you coming on, and, and it's always a joy. So we will, we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Have Thank a good you, one. man. You too.
All right, another one in the books, Kyle, and another great conversation with uh, Keegan O'Toole. Oh, he's awesome, man. It's uh, I'm glad we have three more years of that dude. He's uh, he's good for the the sport, good for wrestling. Yep, according to your dad. So, um, yeah, I know. I mean, I yeah, I use my dad as a, a barometer, man. If he uh, if it gets on his radar, I know it's legit. Yeah, cool. Well, tell your dad I said hello, and uh, that's gonna do it for today's show. So for Kyle Klingman and Keegan O'Toole and Mark Bader, we'll see you next time. Thanks.